Can you please say something about resistance and how to overcome it? I know that it makes sense to be honest with yourself, but at the same time, I think there's a natural instinct to pull back from the uncomfortable, which I find hard to overcome. So resistance is uh, is a very significant theme. It's one of those real central strands that applies to many aspects of psychology, therapeutic well-being, personal development. It, it comes up throughout throughout the throughout the spectrum of of topics uh, that we might want to deal with. And it's really at the very core, I suppose, of our perception, our ability to resist things. And it makes sense. We have a lot of different things going on in the mind-body system. But certainly two very primary motivational factors are uh, moving towards things that we find pleasurable and then feeling a sense of aversion or resisting things that we feel are dangerous or unpleasant. So in that sense, you could say that resistance or something like it is really hardwired into us, the capacity to be able to do it. So what we typically want to do when working with resistance, and again, it's a big category, so there will be a lot of variations within this, depending on what specifically you're working with. But typically, some of the themes that emerge when you're trying to work with resistance are something along the lines of not trying to remove it, but trying to train it so that you're resisting things you actually don't want in your life and you're moving towards the things you do want in your life. You can't help but have those kinds of drives to move towards and to move away from things. But what you can do is train them and specifically make sure that your belief systems are up to date because you might be using an old version of your GPS software and maybe it was true, but it's not anymore. Or maybe there were errors in it to begin with. So our beliefs about the world can be like that. And sometimes we're resisting uh, things that maybe we had better not be resisting. So leaning into experience uh, is, is a big theme here. Because if we don't lean into experience, what tends to happen is there can be different layers of it that manifest. So if you've got a problem, and the problem is, let's say, this big on the scale, what happens then is you resist that problem and now it maybe becomes even bigger because the resistance of it is taking away your capacity to actually deal with the thing because on some level you're not really accepting it. You're not kind of acknowledging it and really coming to terms with it. Now, acceptance, and we've talked about this before, it's a very loaded word. It's uh, one of these challenging topics and people you know, often, and I think rightly, feel why would I want to accept that thing? I don't like that thing. I actively dislike that thing. I don't want to accept it. So not liking is absolutely fine, but it doesn't follow, therefore, that there shouldn't be acceptance. Depends what you mean, of course, by acceptance. But what I mean when I'm talking about acceptance is just the sheer acknowledgement that this is the case. So it's almost a complete peace with the fact that X is happening right now. Don't need to like X. You might actively dislike X. You might want to do everything you can to stop X from happening. But X is happening, whatever that X is for you, inserting your own experience there. So there's a wonderful sense of peace, actually, that comes with acknowledging that because, you know, my old example is the captain of the ship example here. If you're the captain of a ship and you come up to the deck from down below and you see that there's a storm, Completely accepting that there is a storm is a very good move on your part 
because that opens up the next set of questions, which is now how can you respond to this? What can you do about it? But the truth is there is a storm. Too much resistance to what's happening can actually block your access to some of the resources you have to be able to address the challenge that's happening in front of you, and that's not too helpful. So it then escalates sometimes in the background as well because you know some problems are the kinds of things that get worse over time. Or the other thing is we can end up thinking about them and stressing over them. So we're kind of fighting an inner battle against reality, really, rather than accepting that it is the way it is and then using that same energy or maybe even less energy to create change. And that's the thing we really want to be doing. So there's nothing that we can't accept if we use that definition. Again, acceptance does not mean validating it. It does not mean it's saying it's okay. You can be the firefighter looking at a big fire in front of you who absolutely accepts that there is a big fire in front of you. And that's good because then you're in a position to go, okay, now what next? How can I put that fire out? How can I create change in the world? So resistance is the kind of thing that's going to stop that from happening. It can happen in different levels. You know, sometimes it's conscious. Sometimes we are suppressing things. We're just saying, oh, I don't want to go there. We're putting it down to some degree. It can be a form of repression as well. Repression is where that happens automatically. So, you know, we don't, we don't even know. There's certain things just don't reach conscious awareness because we're just kind of, we're used to keeping them down or just maybe we don't even have the language to properly notice them in the first place. Maybe we're invested in not going certain places with certain feelings or certain experiences because we're just, we're not ready for it. And by the way, that's valid sometimes. It's not that you need to connect with every feeling and every experience and every moment. There's a proper pace to these things. And this is where appropriate support, of course, comes in. Just like attending physiotherapy, you know, you don't just go yourself and try and stretch every muscle in every particular way. No, there's there's a logical order to this. It's been studied. There's supports available. There's ways of making it easier and you know getting to where you want to get to, but in a systematic way. So likewise, we're working with feelings. It doesn't need to be necessarily as scary as you think it might be if there's appropriate support along the way. So leaning into experience and to some extent, getting good at, at, at relating with those types of feelings. Because if we live our life always taking the approach that I have to feel comfortable always, whether the problem is there isn't going to be much growth there and we are incentivized maybe to miss opportunities for development because it's a short-term strategy, you know, don't recognize discomfort. You know, you could have the same strategy with your car. You could say, well, I don't like the idea of having to put oil in it, so I'm just going to ignore the oil light. I'm going to, I'm going to suppress that fact. Uh, I'm going to resist the fact that the car needs oil. But that's not going to benefit you, really. You're just going to have so much more stuff that you're going to deal with until it reaches the point where you can't really resist it anymore. So I think that's the kind of approach that we want to have. We want to, to some degree, welcome the uncomfortable as well as the comfortable if it's happening. But what we don't want to do is get into a resistant loop where we kind of fight what's happening and go into a bit of an infinite cycle with it. That only creates tension, it drains energy. Uh, whereas somebody else who maybe saw it, acknowledged it, didn't resist it, accepted that it was happening, they then did something about it and they're now on the other side of it already. And that is a nicer place to be. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.